inside like big parsnips pocket that's like putting all these like parsnip facts out there? I don't even think it's that. I think it's just some like crazy like crystal worshiping mumbo jumbo hippie that like put oh yeah parsnip parsnip does reduce cancer and parsnip 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 does does immune system. And, like, all that. And then you have all these, like, ridiculous infographics for, like, how awesome a parsnip is. Parsnip does anti-diabetes. Yeah. Yes. Prevents dementia and osteoporosis. Treats bronchitis, asthma, arthritis, pneumonia, ulcers, hay fever, and kidney damage. Wow. Boosts energy. Yeah, it sounds like eating a parsnip like it gives you friggin' superpowers. Yeah. I don't think any of this is true about parsnips. Yeah. Again, don't believe anything that comes in a square image infographic because it's probably just nonsense. Yeah. Maybe don't take your health tips from Pinterest. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty good thing to live by there. Yes. Um. Uh, yeah. Also, have you ever noticed that like all superfoods are just terrible? Like kale uh-huh. is a superfood. Kale is like the worst. It's like if you took lettuce and then you crunk crinkled it up, made it taste bad, and gave it like the same texture appeal as chewing like a plastic candy wrapper, <laughs> that's kale. What if all superfoods were just things that um Nobody wants to eat? Yeah, things that they were just having a hard time selling, but they were growing for some reason. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I could be growing just regular lettuce or maybe spinach, because even that's, like, tolerable compared to kale. But no, I've decided to be a farmer that grows kale. How are we going to get white people to eat this? Yeah. (laughs) I know, we'll charge $5 for it at Whole Foods and say it's magic. (laughs) Like, you know what seeds are really cheap? Kale seeds. Yes. Yeah. Because it's like got to be just as much work to grow as like anything else. Any other plant. Yeah. For the, yeah, I, I I bet. Right. But then like all that work and all you end up with is kale. As somebody who has maybe grown like two plants in my entire life, it's probably just as hard as that was, which was not, which was, which was actually plants know how to like do things on their own if you just kind of get out of their way, get out of their way. <laughs> I guess what nature's been doing this for a while. It knows what to do. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, so Hey, this is, this is a podcast about video games. It's still in beta. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But we got talking about parsnips because you were showing me Stardew Valley, which is uh, the newest harvest moon game. Yes. Um, I guess it's, not quite it's i guess it's been out for less than a year but uh, it was yeah it was one of the things I, I i got a big i got i got an amount of money to spend on steam for christmas and so that was one of the games that i got and as soon as i started playing it it was the only game that i played and now it's the only thing that i will agree to talk about with anyone <laughs> that's a horrible life <laughs> <laughs> for everyone else i get to talk about it all day yeah so. you're just talking at people about this game that you're playing <laughs> yes and they're like over here not even paying attention anymore like oh god he's talking about that fucking farm game again <laughs> not again 
So I've got to get the perfect layout of uh, what, what, what was it? Uh, Harvester minion huts yeah. and and scarecrows yeah it's it's i i've got to figure out the ideal layout i'm gonna to have to go into photoshop later and i'm seriously that's i'm seriously not lying going to do that by the way going to go in going to go into photoshop place down the building and its radius and then the scarecrow radius and then the sprinklers radius to try and figure out an ideal like layout <laughs> combination but yes the I was so excited when I got to the point in the game where I found out that you can the little like marshmallow forest spirit monsters you can build a huts full of them and they'll be your like harvest slaves and come out and I guess if you're running a farm like saying slave is probably not a good <laughs> thing to say but I mean they definitely work for free so yeah they're either volunteers or something <laughs> you had them shipped over from a foreign land yeah I mean I paid this this is the thing like they're lit I, I don't know what to call them other than slaves because I literally paid money for the building uh-huh and placed it on there I mean I'm not enforcing anything like but I'm not paying them a salary and they're totally just like do, doing work for me yeah so like I and don't, you don't know like if they like they're living, there's some kind of living creature, but I, you don't know like what do they live on because they look kind of like that maybe they, they are also maybe they plants. live on a hard work because that's all I've ever seen them do. <laughs> they're driven purely by pride in their work. Yeah, like that's their food or something. Yeah, like that, and maybe like photosynthesis or something. Yeah, because they're definitely not eating like the thousands of like they're harvesting like all kinds of crops and they're definitely not eating any of them. So yeah. what if, uh, what if you found out that they eat people? I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like eating or wouldn't it be great though, if you could have them kind of like be a combo hut so that they eat the crows instead of just scaring them off. Oh, that and would then, be fantastic. Yeah. If I didn't have to have stupid scarecrows and I just had them. But you do have to look at them eat the crows. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> just this mouthful of feathers as they're like, just like viciously like just, munching on it. Just, they're like these cute little things. They, again, they look like little smiling marshmallows with legs. Yeah. But when that yeah. crow's sticking half out of its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's the horror. The horror. Yeah. Well, it's funny, like, that game has monsters, too. I mean, you saw, like, the hut that I had that's full of slimes. Like, yeah. even, like, the enemies are kill cute. It's, like, these cute little, like, squishy balls. And it's, like, I'm, like, driving a sword through them and, like, slicing them into pieces. Uh-huh. And then it's they like, just kind of, like, pop and squish into it. In yeah. The, and all their juices collect into you. Yeah. So it's a pretty interesting little game. Yes, I definitely love it. Yeah, I figured you would, considering how much time you spent on Harvest Moon. Yeah, an insane amount of time on Harvest Moon. Yeah. Especially the Game Boy Advance one, which I'm going to have to say is probably the best one. So what would you do if they made like a VR version of this? I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know if I would like, because I played like 3D versions of Harvest Moon, because there uh -huh. were some like, there were some for, like, the PlayStation, and, like, the N64 one was pretty good, but that was still, like, a very top-down view, like Stardew Valley is. Yeah. Um, which, Stardew Valley's, like, 16, it's, like, faux 16-bit. It looks like it's kind of that 16-bit style, but clearly is, it's, like, 
Terraria, where it's clearly using technology that's modern. Yeah. To do some of the effects and stuff. But uh, yeah, like the lighting and stuff is not. Yeah, the lighting, the lighting, and like there's certain things where it'll do like fog and rain and stuff that is a little bit more advanced. Right. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about that because like. There's a lot of games that are kind of fun to do in 2D, but then when you have to do them in 3D, they just become a pain in the butt. Which is why, like, I really like kind of SimCity and other kind of like buildy design type things. Like, I really like Terraria mm-hmm. and um, oh, what's the space one? Uh, Starbound. Yeah, I love those. Where you like, like, I love building like a big, crazy, like, elaborate kind of base and stuff in those with like neat decorations and things. But I do not like Minecraft. Yeah. Because like once you add that third dimension, one, it just becomes a pain in the ass because you have like an extra dimension worth of crap you gotta go collect. Right? Mm-hmm. Like if I say like I want a hundred tall and a hundred wide thing, I know I need a thousand blocks in Yeah, in but now grid. you've got this whole third axis. Yeah, but now yeah, but now if I add a third axis now I need like 10,000 blocks and it's just like, Oh, kill me in the face. <laughs> so it's like so many. Um, so I don't know how I'd feel about like a, like the yard work simulator. Okay. Yeah. That's Cause that, that's where do. I was getting it. I, I assume that's what you were getting to <laughs> because I, yes, I love like playing, like, like dealing with like the fake chickens and digital cows and all that stuff. But then like Robbie's like talking about like, He's going to build like a chicken coop over here. It's like, I want none of that. I am not touching chicken one. You have to deal with all the chickens. I'm going to go play the yard work simulator and like love my fake chickens. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, that sounds... <laughs> That sounds appropriate for you. Yeah. Yeah, no. Three-dimensional and, like, virtual reality. That Also, that gets, like, too real. That's, like, too close to doing real yard work at that point. Yeah, if you had to, like, put on the Vive and, like, bend over and do, like, pretend to, like, <laughs> like hoe the yeah. earth and stuff. Screw that. I'm not moving my body to play a video game. That's why I play video games. Mm-hmm. It's like I can sit here, like, minimal movement, like, slight shift of arm, click. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as it becomes I just made a building yeah exactly yeah. or it's like move slightly click there I've given the dog all the love it needs for the entire day <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's perfect I, yeah it's fantastic yeah if only that were true in real life <laughs> it's like the sims you know, the Sims relationship stuff. It's like, yeah. oh, I want to, I want to, you know, get my character married off. Okay, well, I'll, I'll find this other character and uh, joke, joke, like joke, conversation, joke, conversation, then joke, flirt, joke, flirt, joke, flirt, joke, flirt, and just cue that up. Married. Married. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like one day. It's like there. Oh, so easy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. Yes. Yeah, you can get that out. And, like, you can get married in, in, in like a whole over the course of a dinner party in the sims <laughs> pretty much <laughs> yeah and maintaining friendships it's the same thing 
Click on phone. Done. Done. That was it. How you doing? All right. Friendship maintained. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just don't invite over neighbors you don't control or they might steal your baby. <laughs> it's true. And then what? Although I did fix that one time. Did you did you wall, wall them up somewhere until they gave the baby back? No, I went and controlled that family for a little bit and invited my guy over, and then he stole the baby back. And that's how I did it. <laughs> I just used that how mechanic is, against. Why them. is baby thieving a mechanic in that game? It's just it's. I think it's more just ab, like uh like there's lack what, of baby ownership handnesia you know when you forget you're holding something and i uh-huh. think that the sims just forget they're holding a baby as they walk off they're like oh man look at the time i gotta go and they start <laughs> heading out and it's like no wait but there's a baby in your arms you've got a baby in your arms no <laughs> i can't stop you yeah then mm-hmm. you gotta you could like turn on the cheat codes and just grab them and put them in a wall until yeah. they die or something and then they might I don't know if they'll put the baby down first or what, but... But you can't just, like, delete the doors in the house before they walk off with the baby? Uh... It depends, I think, because it may... Uh, I don't remember if in The Sims... If you deleted the doors, if they would... If some... In The Sims 1, you could trap people indefinitely and the sims 2 i think they patched it to where they would like phase out of things they would just teleport out yeah like if if they (laughs) another a witch (laughs) yeah yeah but i don't know if regular sims would do that i knew people like the cps person who would take babies would do that and uh all right because you built the moat to keep the cps lady from stealing the baby yeah yeah i mean yeah i built a lot of stuff to keep cps out and just yeah. like a libertarian, I would, I would, I would phone, <clears throat> like I would phone to order more babies every day. And then I would, they they would drop them off at the curb and then I would pick them up. I'd have somebody pick them up and bring them into the house. And then, then they were part of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, that was a mess. That was a mess of an arrangement. How many babies could you order? I don't remember if there was a limit. <laughs> But I did like artificially grow them, uh, like in, increase their age and stuff. Once they went from like baby to toddler, where they could like drink things, then I would have them like drink be, growth hormone. I would have them. Well, okay, so there was the uh, in The Sims two, there was a was it a, a built-in thing? There was the 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 juice fountain that you could drink to like remove years off of the person's life because they would actually get older in that game. Right. Well. If you wanted to, it, the the trick was it, that they only got younger if they were in a good mood. If they were in a bad mood, they got older. So if you want to artificially age somebody from toddler to teen or teen to adult, you just get them in a really bad mood and then have them drink <laughs> that juice. <clears throat> this is so ridiculous. So, so I, you I just get your you like beat your children and they're like, here, drink this. It'll make you old. Or you just like don't let them go to the bathroom, you know, or something. <laughs> and then they pee on themselves and then they're really upset. And then you're like, drink this juice. Okay. Now you're older. <laughs> you, you were the witch. I was the witch. I actually did that once. Cause I wanted to like, uh, so my, like I had my family have children and they had twins. And one of the twins was really good friends with one of the like NPC girls. And I was like, Oh, that'd be nice if like they got married. 
but the NPC, but only my guys got older. The NPC girl didn't get older because their, you know, their clocks weren't running, right? Mm-hmm. Because they were in an, uh, an alternate housing. So I had to play that game for a little bit, mess her up a lot, and then have her drink the juice. And then she got older. And then I got into a relationship, but she was crazy. That was the problem because. <laughs> yeah, because she got all old and drank juice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was kind of nuts for a little while until I fixed her. I had to fix her. And so. <laughs> <laughs> you had to fix her. Fix her. Here. Now. Now stick this lobotomy needle up your nose. <laughs> but that does. But that does raise questions of like, OK, well, my. You know, my twin son boy was was definitely in love with her as she was insane. And then she wasn't. So, like, I I don't know. Did that change? It kind of gets, you know, you don't want to think about that too much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't, like, start placing, like, real human emotions onto those things. They're just a list of bars. That's it. (laughs) And this one has a low bathroom bar. (laughs) Time to drink coffee. Yeah. Yeah. She had a low uh, social, a low social bar because she like didn't interact with anybody and like became a teen, (laughs) became a teen overnight. So, yeah. Uh, Or went from a teen to an adult overnight. Yeah. Yeah. So. um, (laughs) So This isn't like big at all. There's no (laughs) piano with. (laughs) <laughs> like giant toy pianos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so that's that game. Um <laughs> Sims I, messed up. I haven't tried the any of the more recent Sims, like the Sims what are they on four? I don't know. Yeah, I haven't tried any of those out. I don't yeah. know how messed up you can get them though. But um Man. Was a lot of fun though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I remember The Sims 2 did get kind of crazy. That was one that had, like, the genie and all kinds of nonsense, right? Yeah, got the genie. <clears throat> you could get abducted by aliens and have an alien baby. Yeah. And then you have to go on Mori Povich to find out who that alien baby father was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one yeah, was pretty messed up. So I, I did play one other game, and I was really happy with myself because I managed to finish it um, over the Christmas break. Yeah. Um, that was because I... I wanted to finish a game, and I knew Stardew Valley was going to suck up the next year or so of my game playing time. Yeah, because it's not finishable. Right, sure. I mean, I have certain goals that once I meet them, I'll be satisfied probably and and stop playing. But until then, that's all that's going to happen. But Mm -hmm. um, the other one I played was Ori and the Blind Forest. Oh, yeah. And that one's really good. Um, It is actually kind of a... it's, It's kind of a... Castlevania Metroid style type of game where it's like a lot of exploration. You got to find, get new abilities that let you travel to new spots on the map. A lot of backtracking, like seeing, seeing an area and being like, I can't get there yet. Right. I got to be able to turn into a ball or something. Yeah. And then backtracking going, going through it. Um, It's pretty cool. Um, It's a lot less combat oriented than those games though, because like, Castlevania and and uh, Metroid, Metroid, and all those like typically there's a lot of boss fights and stuff. Yeah, and this game doesn't really have bosses, or boss fights at all. Um, it's got a, it's got one or two areas where there's these like weird kind of tentacle eel creature things. I'm not exactly sure where they are, 
that you kind of like the, the the room shuts down and you can't leave until you beat it, which I guess are kind of the boss fights. But yeah, that sounds like how a Metroid boss works. <clears throat> but they're like they're so simple, like the combat. Like I mean, like some of them, it's like you have to hit it four times and you're done. Okay, you know? so it's so, like a Sonic boss. Yeah, it's like they're really fast and like really not a big thing. Like the part that's like the super pain in the ass, die 500 billion times, throw the controller, cry a little bit, and then come back and then watch a video on how to do it and then do it stuff are these escape sequences, which are like are one of like the water one, which is the first one to me was like just the absolute biggest fuck you pain in the ass one to do mm-hmm. um the ones after it were actually considerably easier um but uh but that's like the the big like hard parts of the game where it's because it's like so annoying because it's like uh it's like you've got to like there there's general it's like the, the the part of every game that both of us kind of hate like platformer games where it's like there's the like wall of death that you've got to escape, otherwise you're you're going to die. Yeah. And so if you like if you miss like one jump or just do one thing wrong and make a mistake, you you're dead and you've got to start all the way over from the beginning. Mm-hmm. It was like so annoying. Like the very first one that I did, I was like, Jesus, you gotta be kidding me. Cause I'd like get so get so far, get so far, get so far. I like start out, die immediately. And then like I get a little further, die, get a little further, die, die, die. Get a little further, and then it's like, okay, I figured out this part, this part, and this part, and let me keep going, and then, no, I died in the second part again. You know, it's like such a pain in the ass. I hate it so much. Yeah. But other than that, the rest of the game is pretty fun. And so, yeah, I finally, like, I got so frustrated, because I got, like, far, it's like, like, every time I got to a new part, like, there's something else to figure out, and the thing that was really annoying was, like, getting better didn't help you, because... I could get through, like, the first two screens, like, like I did them so often that I could get through them, like, instantly really fast. But it didn't matter, because as soon as you got to the next screen, the water that you were running away from was immediately on top of you again. So there was no way to, like, say, like, you have to, instead of saying, like, you have two minutes to just get through it and you're, you're good, and if you can get ahead, you're ahead. There's, like, no, you have no opportunity to get ahead. Yeah, like, each, each screen is a new time trial right and it was just so annoying because of that too like there was no way to get better at it there was just don't fail yeah you know well yeah the sequence as a whole isn't isn't uh an encapsulated time challenge yeah that's that's the part that was really annoying about it was was that aspect of it yeah i i (laughs) am really irritated by i you know, like that kind of catch up mechanic where the AI or whatever the thing you're going against just like gets propelled forward to like make it arbitrarily harder for you. Yeah. You see so that, that you see that in racing games a lot. Yeah. So that made it frustrating. And so then I was fine. Like I got like I thought like I was at the end and then like it was like no and it just kept happening and I got so frustrated I finally just like went and had to go watch a YouTube video just to see how long the freaking level was that I <laughs> would like have some glimmer of hope of knowing that the thing actually had an end and I wasn't just, I hadn't died while playing video games and I was in hell trying to escape this never ending escape level. Um, so, but the other ones after that weren't as bad. 
Yeah, for some reason they were a lot easier. I don't know. Yeah. I think it may have been part of the problem was I'm sure part of the problem was Logi because the very first one involved like a new travel mechanic that I got like two seconds ago and then immediately had to use this new thing that I didn't know how to use very well yet mm-hmm. to escape and I had no chance to really practice with it. That was probably part of the problem. And then like the other levels like were so much later that I already had pretty much all of the travel mechanics. And so like learning how to like platform around and navigate, I'd already kind of mastered. Yeah. And so, oh. yeah. Well, that's dumb. Yeah. Um, I was, I, I was playing, uh, let's see, I played a few games. I still haven't do- beaten, um, rebel galaxy yet. I kind of fell off the train there. Because it get got kind of samey. Rebel Galaxy is that space uh spaceship fighting game that plays like ship combat. Can I tell you about that? Mm-mm. Does it play anything like Freelancer? Kind of. It's less dogfighty and more like frigate level spaceship combat stuff, but mm-hmm. it and it's not multiplayer. It but you can do like uh um trade route kind of stuff like you can get cargo from one place and go sell it other like buy low sell high that kind of thing or uh can you be a pirate yeah you can be a pirate you can shake down cargo ships for their goods and fight fight them and uh there's factions so there's like bad guy factions and good guy factions and you can uh earn rep for those different factions through missions and stuff there's a lot of missions that are just kind of seem generative like they're like, oh, fight these guys or, you know, recover this thing. And there's a story uh, and that I was working through the story. And <clears throat> the problem is that I kind of got the combat like I I was. I was in a ship that was seemed like one of the better ones to get. It It wasn't like one of these gigantic ones, but it had a lot of maneuverability and. Uh, I could upgrade the weapons to the point to where and my shields to the point to where I could like take out because I could move around so fast. I could take out bigger ships without them really doing much damage to me. And uh, but the combat started to feel pretty Mm samey. And so I just sort of was like, oh, I'll I'll play something else for a little while. And then I picked up this uh, free to play game because my roommate was playing it called let it die Mm -hmm. and i think you might like this game it's on the it's on the ps4 uh i don't think it's free to play so i don't think you need a playstation plus account to play it but um if you do have a ps plus account you get like a little bit of a like some bonus items or something Mm -hmm. but it plays kind of like dark souls um in that it's like very like the combat is very like um animation priorities like your enemies and care and your character like take a long time to swing and you've got to like plan or you know make sure you can like dodge or block and weapons uh like you pick up different weapons and armor and stuff and <clears throat> it's free so i think it's like worth a shot like i 
I uh, got a little irritated by how the combat felt. Um, and I kind of chalked that up to being kind of like how Dark Souls and I don't like how Dark Souls plays after a while. Um, so, but you might like it. Okay. But the best thing about the game isn't any of those features. It's the like really weird Japaniness about it. Um, <laughs> Japaniness. Yeah. Okay. Like it's just like it's just dripping with the Japan's weird vibe of things. So like your narrator and stuff is um, it's death, but death skateboards and also wears 3D glasses. And he, you know. The there's this game. So it's kind of like a game in sort of a meta game because uh, you start the game out. And you're, you know, you're doing this like this sort of uh, um, roguelike run through this thing and then you die and they, they take you out. They kick you out after like death introduces like the death and respawn mechanic stuff and they kick you out to uh, an arcade and death is also in the arcade. And he's like, hey, <laughs> you know, this is this is where you play that game that you've been playing. Uh so it's like the game within the game sort of thing. But death is also in both places. And uh, yeah, so it's real goofy and it's really it's just really silly. And there's this bunch of odd stuff like there's this character in that that's called like the the mushroom goddess or something. And she's just this weird tattoo painted person on a stripper pole and <laughs> she cooks mushrooms, potions for you and stuff. Oh, no, no, she doesn't do that. She gives you stickers and you put stickers on your body like a like your uh, like ad placement on a on a NASCAR. Uh -huh. And those give you buffs. And nice. uh, yeah. And so <laughs> you should check it out because it's real odd and it's it's very Japanese and it, it's kind of Dark Souls. OK. Uh, so I played that for a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to go back to that. But the thing that I have been playing that's kind of sucked me in a lot more than I thought it would is Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. Yeah. That game. Um, it plays uh, it. So it doesn't quite play like a Kingdom Hearts game, even though it's by the same team. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it is, you know, third person action where you can give. Um, like you can have you have like three other dudes in your party and they all have some kind of unique traits and they're for the most part, they're just AI controlled partners. Um, but, uh, I was talking to another friend about this and apparently they've taken some cues from like, um, dragon's dogma. No, not dragon's dogma. Um, chrono trigger. Cause they've got stuff like link strikes and, uh, like link techniques where you, uh, you, you basically equip, your buddies with um, a technique that they can use and level up and it, you tell them to do something and they'll like, they'll do an attack. And then if you time the button prompt correctly, like you'll do a follow-up attack kind of a thing. And uh, yeah. You uh, can do that in Dragon's Dogma too, though. Uh, there were things like that, like the shield board launch. Yeah. And you could like, one of your guys would start that and you could, use it and they'd launch you up onto the monster so you could like get a boost up in the air and they had uh, abilities like that too 
Yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah. Um, I don't think I used those much, though. The shield launch one was awesome. If you had a character that did it and your guy was like a, a, a rogue. rogue or something that had like good grip and climbing ability, like it was awesome. Because he's like launching there and he's like, boom, and you go do stuff. So a lot of them were easier to launch if you were the one initiating it because like if you were the one that did the shield launch thing, somebody was going to get thrown in the air. Like <laughs> pretty much guaranteed one of your dudes was going to like run over there and like take advantage of that. Yeah. Uh, well, so, okay, so they've got, you know, they've got that kind of stuff. And so the combat is, there's a lot of, like, the, you've got, you know, an attack button, and you can swap between different weapons uh, off with the D-pad. And a lot of the enemies have kind of a, like, they've got, they're weak to one weapon and strong against another weapon. Uh, and, like, that, and also elements and stuff, and different weapons can have different elements and that kind of deal. And, um, so, you know, it's good to like switch around to like, because you, you'll probably be fighting groups of enemies that will be like multiple different kinds of enemies. Right. Um, and it's all in large part, it's all like open world sort of stuff. So like a kingdom hearts, you'll just like see the enemies that you're going to fight. Uh, well, except for those heartless or whatever, where they would spawn in on you and that happens at night. <laughs> um because you'll get they call them demons and so like when you're running around at night demons will spawn on you and you can you can run away or you can fight them so it's got day night cycles yeah it's got a day night cycle and weather and weather also triggers different uh sometimes different enemies like there's these giant toad things uh they're called gigantoads and they will spawn in if it's raining so that's kind of and that's kind of like final fantasy 12 where there'd be like if it was raining here, this is when an elemental would show up or something yeah. like that. So, and yeah, the other thing is like, if you like the nighttime enemies are supposed to be like double tough. Uh, and so like early on in the game, you can't do anything against them. Like they'll wreck your face. And even like the whole car driving mechanic thing is like, no, you shouldn't be doing this. You should <laughs> just go rest. And, uh, but as you like level up, you can, you know, those guys become easier um, just because you can dish out more and take more damage. And, um, and so, but, but the one thing that I found is that like, it seems like the game understands, like you can defeat them. Like once you've taken, because like the longer you're out at night, it seems like, uh, and the more of those things that you beat, like the harder they'll throw them at you. So like there's a regular giant, purple guy he'll like spawn in and he's this you know like 20 foot 30 foot tall guy and he's got this giant sword and stuff and he'll like smack you around but if you take him down then after a while it'll spawn like that guy but he's red and his sword's on fire and he's like <laughs> 10 levels higher than that guy yeah and i you know i've gotten to the point where like it spawned in like three of them and uh or it spawned in like two of those guys and then like a, a bunch of smaller like guys that look like Grim Reapers and they're all like running after me. And then there's another random enemy encounter that'll happen, which is like this. Oh, the, the whole thing's about like two empires kind of at war sort of thing. And so this enemy empire is sending in ship like drop ships of men. And so, so like I'm fighting these two big red guys. This two this like Grim Reaper guy pops in and I kill him. And then the ship comes in 
and it drops a giant robot on me with like like half a dozen men and so like i'm like oh my god <laughs> so i take all of them all the men out and the giant robot and i still got the two red guys and then another ship of men comes in and man it just took forever like i spent most of the night like fighting these guys and then like and then uh and oh and but you also end up getting like part of the story progression is that you join up with the like the deities which are the summons you know like mm-hmm. ramu and titan and ifrit and that stuff and uh and so i had gotten two of them at this point in the story and like I'm about to take down one of the red guys finally. And the other red guy is still like, you know, bouncing around. And then I get the summon prompt. And that's the weird thing about this game is the summoning is, is random. And I don't know exactly what, what, what triggers, what triggers it? it, but because sometimes I'll be fighting a group of like chumps and I'll get all of them, but one dead. And it'll be like, summon them. You want to summon a guy? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> Let's do it. And uh, and sometimes it's a situation like this where it's like, hey, uh, like these guys are actually pretty tough and it's taking me a while to get them down. Like I'm not in any danger of dying, but it's just like, oh, this is a pain. And uh, and so, yeah, I summon I summon Ramu and he like throws down this judgment bolt on them and sets the whole place on fire and everybody's dead. And then I'm like, okay, great. And I go set up camp. (laughs) Yes. Time to harvest the bones. Yeah. Uh, So. Well, that's cool. Does it have like a interesting equipment system or anything like that? Um, it's I mean, it's got equipment in that it's got like everybody can have uh, like your main guy can have four weapons and two accessories by default. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the other guys can all have two weapons and, and two accessories and you can increase it to where they can all have three accessories. Uh, but and they've all got. um clothing options but for the most part it's like it there's not a lot like you start with two well two with and without jackets (laughs) (laughs) of course yeah and the jackets uh the jacket like you lose you lose total health but you gain strength if you're wearing the jacket, if you're not wearing, if you take the jacket off, you lose health and you gain strength. Okay. That's how that works. And so there was one guy where I took his jacket off. because I'm like, I'd rather you, you have a lot of health to begin with. Mm-hmm. And you, you're not in any, any danger of like losing all of that. So, but also you could look cooler with the duster and that's why you wear it. Nobody has a duster. No duster. Yeah. Jeez. Um, Oh my gosh! I'm looking at my Steam screen, and it's like all, like, like all these like weird like survival games are coming up now. I don't know if that's because of all of the hours I put into Stardew Valley. Or mm-hmm. But it's yeah. like those are like Stardew Valley. First of all, is not a survival game. You you're never gonna die in that game, even if you go down to the dungeon and lose all your HP. Yeah, I'm not really big on the survival games. Yeah. I'm was the either. other one you were talking about the space one? Is that PlayStation or is that on computer? Both. Both. What's yeah. the name of it again? Rebel Galaxy. Yeah, and the soundtrack's pretty good. It's kind of wow, but kind of wow. Uh, yeah, kind of wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, um, 
<laughs> while I was looking for who did like the songs in this soundtrack. And that's how I found uh, that's how I found the like royalty free um, website that just has like uh, like a handful of people who all they do is make like wow music. <laughs> Gotcha. For like TV themes and stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh so I was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Um <laughs> That's awesome. Uh but yeah, th- th- that game's pretty fun. But uh Ooh, I've got a birthday coming up. Well, all right. If that's what you want. Yes. Um probably. That seems good. This this might take over after the, you know, two years of harvest mooning, but yeah. Um, yeah, Final Fantasy 15. It's a lot of fun. And except the one thing and here's this is a weird thing is that it sounds like they're patching it to make the ending better because I kind of stumbled into the end game and it goes from being this like fun, like open world combat thing where you where you're just kind of riding around on chocobos and driving cars and fighting monsters. And then it turns into this like walking around in a building by yourself for like an hour mm-hmm. for like an hour and a half. And like they remove all of the combat mechanics you've learned up at that point and replace it with another dumb thing. And man, like I, I was playing that part last night and it was just like, this is a slog. Like this is taking so long. And then like all of the, the other thing is like the story is kind of, it's not as bad as Kingdom Hearts, but it is like, what is happening? Like, I kind of understand um, sort of what, like, I I understand the events as they transpired, right? But, like, who people are and, like, why they're doing anything is very unclear. Uh, like, the main villain's motivations for anything is like what is happening right now that's like a lot of final fantasy games though yeah i know a lot of people will say that that's not true but it's totally friggin' true yeah like i can't tell you like i think i tried to explain like why sephiroth does anything uh at one point and then as i thought about it i was like actually i don't know like i don't know why like (sighs) it's like yeah, I mean, like, just so many of them. It's just like, why? Why are you doing? Wh- why are you doing this? Like, what? Like, I mean, as far like, if I'm trying to think back, as for like all of the, I've played every Final Fantasy minus the MMO ones. Even I played eleven a little bit, but yeah, not not really enough to see any story because you have to get to like level six billion to be high enough level to take part in anything remotely relating to a story. Um, you did do a lot of fishing though yes lots of fishing uh but yeah it's like the furthest one i can remember were like so there was like x death and he was just like some guy that wanted to destroy the world or something it's like i don't know why like it wasn't really a good explanation it was just he's the villain you gotta stop him um the next one with a name that i can remember right now 
is Kefka from Six. Yeah. And again, it was just like, he's just a jerk. Like, he's just <laughs> a dick that I guess wanted to be, like, become this, like, God thing. But it's like, why? Like, now what? Like, nobody likes you. Uh-huh. You know, like, what? What's your end game, pal? Like, you... Well, yeah. And, like, doesn't he, like, do it in the yeah, beginning like of the game? You become this, like, all-powerful thing that can just... And you destroy the Earth. It's like, great, like... Are you happy? Like, why did you do that? You know, like, was he happy though? No, he just he still. I mean, he he always seemed kind of happy in like a Joker way, where he like uh-huh. has this like ridiculous laugh thing. But it's like, like he's just a psychopath. Like, there's no. I mean, he's he's everyone's like, oh, he's such a great character, but he's kind of for crap character because it's like, why is he doing this? Yeah, and then yeah, and then like Sephiroth like almost kind of has a motivation because it's like, I guess. He he thinks he's descended from these aliens that were there to destroy the Earth. And so he feels like he's got to carry out his like his mother's legacy to destroy the world. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of <clears throat> crazy, though, right? Because isn't he doesn't he think the like. Like the embalmed corpse of his mom or something or the the something he was like cloned from the, an alien, yeah, the Genova and, alien creature. Yeah. And he thinks that's like talking to him. And telling them to kill all humans or something? Well, like yeah, but I mean, at the same time, like, like, Eris was also talking to dead people a lot. So I'm not, I'm not going to rule that out as, as like something that's possible to, to happen. Right? Like, yeah, she, okay. Because she could talk to the, the ancients, right? And like all the dead people from her planet. So why couldn't he talk to the dead people from his? Sure. All right. Yeah, why not? So, uh... Yeah, so I guess, like, that was kind of his motivation. Like, eight, totally no clue. I still say, like, it was the story of the, of the like, crazy bitch sorceress that lost her keys. Because she was, like, <laughs> trying to compress time, whatever the hell that meant. And, like, even when they ask, like, okay, that's what she's trying to do is time compression. Like, you ask the scientist guy, and he says, like, literally word for word, his quote is, there are many reasons why she might be wanting to do this but let's sound important right now and it's like no kind of important kind of the whole motivation for this character's existence and we're just gonna gloss over it like it doesn't matter uh-huh um but yeah it's like i still say it was because she lost her keys and she needed to compress all time and space into a singularity so that she could find them because then like wherever she goes there are her keys um <laughs> It's like, oh, there they are. Oh. And it's like, oh, sorry, I destroyed the universe. Oh, me and my keys have become one now. Yeah, but then she also did the same things, like destroy the world and become some kind of horrible monster that you've got to kill. It's like, ugh. Yeah. Again. And then nine, I guess, is sort of, again, the same thing. It's like, I found out that my people are like aliens that came here to destroy the world, and so I'm going to do that. Pretty sure that was his thing, right? Like, Well, oh, uh... It was like he here's so, so the wait the bad guy was Kuja right yeah. and, and it, he and him and the main guy were monkeys right yeah the monkey they were like they were like from another dimension or planet or something and they were there to, I think they were like trying to kill every living human and like turn their souls into those little mage monsters so that they could cycle out all of the soul energy that was human and then replace it with the soul energy of their like dead planet or something to but weren't they also like 
weren't the monkey people also like created by somebody or something? Like I thought they were also some kind of like soul pawns like like the mage people. I don't I'm not exactly sure. I just know that they were both from the same planet or store or whatever. Store. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, wherever they came from. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like the idea was like to kill everybody and take their like souls out of the like out of the water cycle and replace it with like their planet souls or something. I think that's what the story was. But again, like the fact that I can't explain to you what any of the bad guys were or why they were doing is like kind of a good indication of how crap their storytelling was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of just, that's a very like, (laughs) to me, that's a very Japanese way of storytelling or like a very anime kind of thing is like, um, like nonsense enemies who want to like blow something up or destroy stuff. Yeah. It's like, I guess, uh, for like some either like really obscure reason or really poorly translated reason or uh <laughs> yes really poorly changed <laughs> and then what was the other one sin right like that was the other one like, oh man i was having what? a conversation about that the other day it's like where <laughs> where somebody was telling me my coworker was telling me that like the main character is like the is like a ghost of the collective memories of a civilization or something (laughs) yeah that face you're making at me right now is just like what the hell oh yeah yeah i mean that's who titus was what yeah he was he was a dead he was dead and he wasn't like a he wasn't an alive person but he was he himself was never alive right like like that was a that was like an like a uh like a construct no 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 he he died like way back in the past because the city he was from was destroyed. The city that made Blitzball. Yes, the the city that like they show in that opening sequence where he is with the rock music, right, was destroyed, and somehow technology got crap, way more crap in the future. Like Planet of the Apes, like they blew it up. Right. Yeah. I mean, basically, like all Final Fantasy worlds were like the ancient civilization was like way more advanced. And yeah. Crap. Uh, but yeah, and so, and so somehow, like the spirit, yes, all of the souls of that dead city, like decided to bring him back because his dad was the monster, and I guess his dad had been that monster for friggin' decades or something. Because, and like that monster, though, what? I, what? I don't know what the monster <laughs> is, but that was. Like, the first appearance of that monster was when it, like, destroyed... Destroyed the city. Yeah, destroyed the city. Yeah. but it And it was, a gi- like, a giant whale monster kind of thing. Yeah, it was, like, some weird ball with scale... Some weird scaly ball... Oh. Water thing. Yeah. I guess it was kind of whale-shaped. Yeah. Yeah. And that wasn't a ghost? That was a monster. But it, it was his dad? It was definitely a real monster. Well, like... His dad got reincarnated also, or whatever, and manifested, and then, like, it was something like, whenever you kill it, like, you have to give it a new soul, and so his dad was the one that gave him his soul when the summoner before him destroyed it. It was Uh like, you had to do two things. It was like, the summoner kills Sin, and one of their, their guardian 
has to die and become the new sin. And so... Yeah, but... So Titus' like, dad, Jekt, died and became the new sin. Uh-huh. And the summoner before, like, had had died. And Yeah, I don't understand how a guy who was already dead died again. Yeah, but also, like, why bother? Right? I guess because you get, like, a slight respite from total annihilation from this thing. I don't know why they couldn't just, like, move inland, like, a couple miles. It's like, <laughs> all these cities just have to be coastal. It's like, really? It's like, or, you like, fish that much? You gotta be fucking coastal cities? Like, just move friggin' inland and learn how to farm, assholes, and then you'd have to keep murdering children to this, like, sin scale monster. Or just don't kill it, right? Like, you know, you, you, but you know what I mean? Like, just kill, just, you, if you can kill it, then you can, like, damage it to the point to where it's not quite dead, mm-hmm. and then just kind of leave it in that state. Like, put it in a coma. <laughs> just wound it and cage it? Yeah, just wound it, and, like, and then if it starts to get a little rambunctious or whatever, just, like, take it down a notch. You know? <laughs> like, really, hey, like, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. It's like, okay, Batman, you don't have to kill the Joker, but chop his hands off. You know, that kind of thing. I don't think Batman's into mutilating people, but... <laughs> but it's kind of an out of the whole killing thing. Right. So it's like, okay, sin, like just, you know, just kind of give it a lobotomy or whatever. Were you just suggesting that Batman should like lobotomize the Joker or mutilate him, like chop his limbs off? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it'd be harder for him to do bad things. Yeah. No arms, legs, no tongue and eyes. Well, maybe just the arms and legs. No, tongue and eyes. You got to do the whole pain. <laughs> <laughs> My God, what is that thing? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, because if he's still got a mouth, if he can still talk and see, he can still tell other people what to do. Yeah. But who's going to bother? Harley. Uh, well, you just take her legs, too. Realize I'm kind of painting myself into a corner with this whole yeah. like, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and then both of them have thugs still still willing to follow them though. Why though? Because, like at that point, because why? He's kind of a deity. Uh, yeah, I suppose. But it, but like to, in my mind, so if the people, so, so the people following him like also have to be crazy, right? Mm-hmm. They're either crazy or they're intimidated by him, right? Because mm-hmm. they think like, oh, I've got to do stuff for the Joker. It's well, or. They're like, oh, the Joker's so, like, tough, nobody wants to mess with somebody who's in Joker's gang. But, you know, if he's an amputee, then it's like, well, the Joker's not tough anymore, so that group of people's out, right? If they're afraid of him, well, then the Joker's an amputee, so he's not going to do anything to you. Mm-hmm. And then all it has got left is the crazy people. And I think that's probably enough still. I don't know that that's enough. I think that's still enough. I don't know how many people that is. That's in Arkham, in a Arkham, in in, in Gotham? Gotham, that's a lot. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure they've got like lead in everything. <laughs> I that's the only thing that to me explains Gotham City. It's like that was like the city in Jersey that never got any of the lead cleaned out of anything. Like all the pipes are still lead. Like all of the paint, all of the gasoline, <laughs> it's all like all still lead, lead based. Makeup, yeah. makeup still lead based. Yeah. So I, I it's not a perfect solution, you know, but it it's better than just you know, keep letting him escape or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um 
but anyway, yeah. So that's my suggestion for for stopping sin is like, well, you don't kill it, you don't have to just replace it with anybody. It. You just cripple it and keep it someplace, and there you go. You know, yeah. like you like, why do you have to follow this weird arbitrary rule ritual thing that nobody set up? You know. Yeah, and also I don't understand how they even figured it out. Like what? Yeah, like how did that happen the first time? Yeah, I, I I think there was some explanation, but I don't know some story about the first summoner, or some garbage, but I don't really remember. Yeah, um, but yeah, fifteen kind of kind of stands by that tradition of like, here's a bunch of weird like universe rules that you just kind of have to accept, um, and like how things are supposed to like work because if you if you don't and you start to like ask too many questions, then it kind of falls apart. Yeah. And then, um, like, 13, like, I don't even know what the story of that one is. I don't know. Uh, that's another arbitrary ritual thing. People got turned into crystals for no reason because they got marked and they had to do a thing. But if they did the thing, they turned like, into a crystal. It's like if you complete, yeah, it's like, here, here's this tattoo that glows in the dark. If you do my task, you get rewarded by turning into a crystal and dying. If you don't do my task, you get punished by turning into a monster and staying alive. Yeah. So... Uh huh. It's kind of a fucked up system. Yeah. And then you're like, you asshole, who does this? Ugh, I guess I better go get you your keys now. Uh huh. And I forgot who actually like put the mark on people. Was it the crystal? It was like, yeah, it was like, no, it wasn't the crystal that put the mark on. It was like, it was like they're gods or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And also, if you were Australian, you were awful. You were a bad person. Right. Because you came from the awful world. And, like, there's a lot of stuff. Like, I, I never got out of that, like, weird flying orb or planet thing. Like, I uh-huh. don't know what they called it. The, the probe or the goal. The, the goal? The goal. I, I can't remember the name of that place was called. Like, uh-huh. like yeah, the, the snug, weird. Snuggle or Snook. I can't, I can't even, like, come close to remembering what the name was. It was, a, it was like a two-syllable word, and that's about as good as I can get. Yeah, I don't think it was snuggle. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. I think more people would want to stay there. Litmus or wait, drop. Or... Wait. Hold on. No, there was a... Th- there, okay, what was the... What, what were the LC? What was that? Lussy. The Lussy. L apostrophe C, like Lussy, I think were... I think there was like... Were those Lussy the monsters? were like the gods that like oh. ran... The place, and then there was Fal... Falsy. Falsy, and maybe those were the bad ones? I don't know. Well, it was a name kind of like that, right? Was the ball thing? Pulse! Pulse! That's what it was. It was one syllable. Oh. That's why I couldn't think of it. That was the ball. Yeah, that was the place that they were from, and if you're not from Pulse, then you're an evil bastard person. Yeah, that's true. And um, and it was really obvious that like one of the characters that you start off was from Pulse. From, because they had from, an Australian accent. From non-Pulse. Well, just because she was like, why do we hate these people so much? Meh, 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 meh. It's like, ugh, you're obviously one of them. Even <laughs> Cylon. <laughs> well, the secret is they're all Cylons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, you know, the story. Is... And then anybody, yeah. Anybody that tells you that the other stories were better and made sense are friggin' liars. Well, they're just so in love with them that they, you know. Lie. Yeah. But <laughs> so 15 falls in the same trap of like. Uh, just kind of descending into nonsense and um yeah that's the problem like they're basically like Stephen king novels like just don't they don't know how to write an ending yeah it's like, so oh. it's like oh like uh, oh this this obvious guy who is like obviously the bad guy turns out to be the bad guy but also he's been a like 
an immortal or something and he's invincible and only you can kill him with your magic powers in the cutscene. And so I'll have to do that eventually. Um, did you did you get to that area and then just like decide to leave because it sucked? No, I or couldn't. I couldn't it? leave. I couldn't leave. And no, but I'm I'm just going to finish it out. And I hear there's a post game where a lot of stuff is uh, is at like a bunch of weapons and stuff you can only get during the post game. And there's yeah, a bunch of like, monster great. fights. What's and stuff. the point of that? I've already finished. Yeah, like that's kind of how I feel. Like I was trying to get a lot of stuff out of the way before I did the end game. And like I was doing they've got this whole bounty hunter system where you like talk to diner like people who work at the diners and they give you like quests to go kill specific monsters and you rank up in that. And the only way to like get to more tougher monsters is to be a certain rank. But I ran out of things to rank up with. And so there was stuff that was like, you got to be rank eight. And I'm like, great, I'm rank six and I'm out of things. I've got to move the story forward so I can get to a new diner. And then I go to the new diner and it's across the sea at this other place. And then I found out, oh, like now I'm stuck in the end game. Like I can't get back there. <laughs> so I'm like having to finish that out so that I can get to my next because I, I had nothing left. I did all the side quests like I couldn't do any more missions because side quests and other missions and stuff were pointing me to this new island that I hadn't been to. And then I do that stuff, and then they're like, yeah, 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 but now we're literally railroading you because we're putting you on a train and, like, uh, <laughs> and like push, pushing you through to the end of this game. And I'm like, geez, guys, like, this sucks. Uh, <laughs> so you're suggesting maybe for me to wait until that's patched to give it a try? Yeah, like, that's what, that crap out? that's what my roommate's doing is he's waiting to see how they patched it. Because they said they're also adding cutscenes and stuff to make the story more comprehensible. Uh-huh. Because apparently they made a, uh, like, a feature-length film, like Square does, where it's, like, supplemental material to understand the plot behind this game. And I never watched it. but uh, But I think Teresa bought it, so we've got it. You want to watch it on voodoo. <laughs> Great. Uh, so. Um, so, yeah, it's just but it's like all of that stuff, all of the story stuff is like. Because it's a Final Fantasy and the story stuff like isn't that important, like the combat and all of that business is is pretty satisfying to play. And yeah, there's a lot of like free roaming and dungeon crawling and stuff that you can do because there's some challenging dungeons and things you can go through. And yeah. some big boss fights and stuff. So see, that's why like 12 was my favorite game too. Cause it's like all of them, the stories are kind of like eh, a little sketchy here. Yeah. And, but that one, like I loved the game mechanics Yeah, for it. And so that was why like 12 was my favorite one. Yeah. I mean, for me, like, you know, like seven was the one that got me into those games because we didn't have a super Nintendo for a long time. And so I never played like six. Yeah. And I, and I, like was totally I played one once when I was eight and didn't understand what was going on. So I never like was into JRPGs before that. And uh and also like Final Fantasy wasn't popular over here really before seven. And so seven was my entry point. And yeah. even then like that gameplay of like the materia system and how like how that combat worked. Plus it was just like for the time really cool looking. So yes. like that got me into that genre. But like you think about the story and it's like, that's dumb. But also most of the time I spent in that game was grinding, um, using Knights of the Round and 
spent in the golden saucer doing like chocobo races and stuff. Yeah, it was all, it was really a, a lot about like leveling up materia and making like master materia. And then, yeah, again, I did the same thing. It was like a lot about like, oh, hey, if I attach, if I attach HP drain and MP drain to two separate instances of Knights of the Round and then another one to this, and then like turbo magic to the summon, I can like, do this ridiculous powered summon that drains health and magic points. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's cool stuff like that, that I don't know, made that game fun to play. But so, yeah. So 15, if you don't find the combat system, like it, it's kind of loosey goosey, but the, like, as you kind of understand how its mechanics are supposed to work. Uh, I find it, I found it pretty fun to actually play that. Um, That's cool. So, and like, it's a really beautiful game and the summoning stuff is pretty nuts (laughs) because like it is uh, like, if you do it outside, They'll like just pop up, you know, like a few miles away and they're like, hey, I'm a giant monster, man. And then they'll just throw down destruction onto the people you're fighting. Yeah. Sounds pretty cool. It's a pretty fun game. Um, I want to uh, before we wrap up, I want to talk about the switch a little bit. Okay. They released it. Not they, they didn't release it. They released They They had a big press conference. Yes. About it. And so there's a lot of news about the Switch. Did you watch the Mario trailer? No. No, there's a Mario trailer. Okay. And my first thought was these he's in this weird like uh it starts off and he's in a he's in what looks like a stylized like New York City. But he's Mario and there's people who look like human people. And he's running around in a place with human people and playing jump rope and stuff with them. That sounds really weird. It's really weird, right? Yeah. Uh, and it was like, it, it immediately made me think of Sonic Adventure. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. Why did they do? But uh, so, yeah, my first thought was Sonic Adventure. But as I looked at it, um. As I looked at not the GTA one, that's uh, <laughs> that's a parody video. <laughs> uh, as I looked at it, I I I think I what I think it is is that there's a bunch of like uh, there's a bunch of Diddy and Dixie, and the place is called a New Donk City, and I think it's that's clearly a Donkey it's Kong. It's clearly so. a Donkey Kong, right? And there's even um. There's even the like those red uh, I beam structures like from the original Donkey Kong, mm-hmm. like scattered around. So so I'm pretty sure it's so like a retro Donkey Kong city. Right. And so you, do you is there like a hammer you can grab and go up and save a princess? Uh, I don't know. They don't really like show you like they show you running around it. Uh, click that third from the bot or third from the top one. That's the one. So yeah, I see New Donk City. It's Dixie Street, and there's like Diddy's something or other. 
So yeah, it's like totally. That's weird because it is like a realistic city. Oh my. Well. Yeah, like sort of. It's like semi, like it's still stylized, but yeah, it's like akin to like see there's humans with like yeah business suits and stuff and so it's really like what the heck mario like because aren't you a human yeah yeah it's, <laughs> it's like it's like seeing it's like scooter like one of those muppets that looks like a person but it's like not a person it's like mario some kind of weird muppet monster yeah but then see there's this other other places like this weird you know yeah now these now like there's no humans there's like weird skull candy people yeah and then there's this place that looks like Pikmin Town. Yeah, so it's almost like they're Kingdom Heartsing the Mario games. Yeah, and so that's kind of what I'm hoping this is, is that they've got like like he's just running through the like some kind of weird Nintendo roster of of Nintendo games. Yeah. What the hell was that first one? This one? Yeah. Is it like Earthbound World? Well, so no, this is what I think the the Donkey Kong City is. Well, that's insane because Donkey Kong lives in a jungle and that was a jungle he was just swimming through. Well, no, but the original Donkey Kong was in that like construction site. Well, I guess that's true. Where he wrecks up the place and it has a princess with barrels. Yes, I suppose that is true. So what they're missing, though, is like, where are the barrels? <laughs> yes. You know, I like that hat thing. That's pretty cool. Like toss a hat out to make a platform. Oh, he I don't that. That doesn't follow the rules, does it? Well, I guess you could do that in later ones, like jump on the piranha plant. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, it's it's very, it's a very, it's not like a very Zelda weird world. game. And I'm not sure what that Egypt one is. And there's some kind of robot centipede. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, my initial impression of this game was like, ugh, they've they've Sonic adventured it. But then I thought, wait, no, if they're gonna do like a weird. If they do, if they do like some kind of like traveling through other like Nintendo dimensions or something like, OK, that could be pretty cool. Yeah. Because um, then it's that kind of like weird Mario mashup universe game that. Um, like people have been making for a while now. Uh-huh. Um, and so here's the Zelda one. Yeah, the Zelda one. Man, like this Zelda. Is the first Zelda I've wanted to play since Twilight Princess. Right. And it just, I mean, it looks really cool. And the gameplay looks like very, like, just so different compared to any other Zelda. Mm-hmm. I don't even, so they show the Master Sword and art previews and stuff, but it's all like busted up. Oh, wait, yeah, here it is. Yeah, I don't, I just, but they don't, they don't show you, like, they show you using all of this, like, uh, equipment this like basically consumable equipment because it all has like a durability durability to it mm-hmm. and surely there's a repair mechanic or something well yeah probably uh especially for the some of the stuff that looks like the shield and things that he's wearing there um but yeah i i'm really interested in playing this game yeah and see when i see stuff like this this is what i'm like Fucking Nintendo. I really think I really think Nintendo needs to just give up making consoles because they're always like these gimmicky things that have like that nobody wants to buy. And there's like three games that everybody really wants on them. Yeah. 
But then, like, technologically, they're so behind that nobody that makes third-party games ever wants to make a game for them. Right. And so it's like, like, you would be printing money, like, so much if you could, if you just made a Steam version of this Zelda game. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, if they put this on PC, that would sell so fast. Yeah. You know, like, but no. Yeah, but you no. have to buy our stupid, weird, like, go to a party and or skateboard and then play our game weird nonsense console. Yeah. Yeah, I have like. This is this is really the only thing I want to play that's on the switch. So. <sighs> But yeah, that's it's I know it's like, uh, where can I find a place that like just rents consoles? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. R- remember when you could do that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how we played Mario 64 for the first time. We rented it, rented the system and the game from Blockbuster. <sighs> it's the one 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 problem with Netflix is running running Blockbuster out of business is that now you can't rent consoles. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what I would do too. Is it like I'll I'll rent the Switch for a week and get through Zelda, and then and that's it, and be satisfied for the rest of my life with that console. Yeah, but yeah, the Switch they've made a bunch of dumb moves with that thing. Um, Except for the milking game, that was genius. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. What is it? So they've so they've moved in the direction of like. um, Like they're going to do the whole online play requires a subscription thing. And. uh, And the subscription gets you access to. A like once a month, you get access to a either a Nintendo game or a Super Nintendo game. For that month. So it's a limited amount of time. Yeah. You have access to it. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like five bucks a month. And uh, yeah. And also the the console itself doesn't support chat. Like group chat or anything while you're playing multiplayer. But they are going to release a, f- a phone app. Her. <laughs> So you can use a phone app to talk to people in real time instead uh-huh. of just using a fucking phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the joke. Oh man. Yeah, it's uh it's real dumb. It's real dumb. Uh So yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess because they were expecting people to be playing in the same room like their videos show. Right. Whenever they play multiplayer games because everybody wants to have four consoles for one household because that's how that works. Well, yeah, all your children and their children's friends will have one. Right, but nobody goes to people's houses anymore. Well, I don't know. I guess not. No, you you come over here like barely once a fortnight. So <laughs> Yeah, but we also don't play video games together. <laughs> yeah. Like, we don't even do that. So there you go. Like... But I mean, when we're in human contact with one another, we're not playing video games. So. 
I, I go over to friends' houses to play video games. Like I'll go over to like my uh my friend's house and and play like Broforce or Helldivers or those you know co-op games. I don't do that. <laughs> but I I also don't like really play multiplayer games anyway. Oh. Which is why I'm not going to, I'm like, any, all of the consoles, it's like, play, pay for this monthly subscription for multiplayer. I'm like, uh-huh. as to that, I'll just get my single player games. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, most of the games that I play, like, are single player um, on the consoles. Yeah, I don't have to freaking plan to play with somebody else. That's part of it, too. It's like, oh, that sucks. I don't even know when you're, like, awake or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you're just not in the whole like the whole like people situation. Well, it's just you're <laughs> unpredictable, you know, like if you were always if you were just like always stapled to the computer and every time I turned it on, you were there to play. Fine. Maybe I'd do it. But like, yeah, ugh, now it's just like, oh, you've got to go poo or I've got to poo or eat or something. It's like there's just there's never enough time in the day. <laughs> yeah, poo gets in the way. Yeah, stupid food and sleep. All that nonsense. Yeah. Well, I thought there was going to be more to talk about about the Switch. No. But it's, it's really just kind of like... Zelda, there's Mario, Zelda. Milk. And that's... Yeah. That's basically... Mario Milk. <laughs> Mario Milk. Ah, oh, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that intro to Mario 64 where you can like pull different things around. Yes. And stretch it out. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> God. No. Well, now I've got uh, I can't I've got I can't unthink the thing that I just thought. Right. So, that's I have to stop. We have to stop now. But we do have a title for the show, and it's Mario Mario Milk. All right, see you next time. (laughs) At least we've got that.